Hey there, welcome to the F Plus Podcast. Terrible things, read with enthusiasm. My name's Lemon. And I'm Kumquats Up. And uh, Kumquats Up, as a uh, guest host, um, a, a temporary guest host, I, I feel like I need to ask you weird and impersonal questions uh, that are of kind course. of illegal. So, uh, who did you vote for in the last election? Well, I'll tell you. Okay, good. I could not in good conscience vote for a single candidate Really? Because they did not meet my threshold, my, my, my required minimum threshold of okay. crazy. Of crazy. So you need your when you vote, you're looking specifically for crazy candidates. I mean, I want like washcloth eating, like uh, gibbering crazy. And wait, don't you live in California? Yes, and I mean, you and know, that's we still have not crazy enough. Year. You know, we had the Mary Carey thing. Right, but, yeah, I remember I mean, that. I mean, you know, taking dick isn't really crazy. Um, I mean, Gary Coleman, but Gary Coleman. But, you know... It, Gary it, Coleman's pretty crazy, though, or was pretty crazy, though. Yes. But I'm just saying, no candidate that I like, could if find... If I was to ask you, like, what three things you look for in a candidate, what would they be? Well, primarily, it's fixations. I really want somebody who is so obsessed with something like a like a single-minded uh, you know fixation on something now this could be you know regular everyday objects it could be like uh, you know a fence post uh, right. or this could be uh, you know animate objects you know it could be like a particular person uh, okay. like 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 pigpen uh, sure. from the Charles Schultz universe yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know just a fixation on something fixation okay what would number 2 be questionable standards of uh, health and hygiene oh sure yeah yeah well that, that's what most of us are looking for i think yeah um and then and then what would number three be well uh i'd have to say number three would be uh tendencies towards secessionism <laughs> okay okay uh well, well i got I... bad news and good news for you all right uh, bad news is that this episode we are not reading um, the personal blog or Twitter of Tom Tancredo, which I think would probably fit all of these gaps. Uh, but we are reading other uh, third-party politicians uh, who have run for office, and uh, I think they might fit your bill. I think you might well, like these guys. My question to you, sir, would be, do you have any intrepid souls who'd be willing to read this material for us? Let's find out! In the room tonight, we have Ace Rockwaddle. Hello, my name is A.O., and I'm here to say... Vortex? Agent All Soldier, no, when he get two orders from the different general, you must follow the first one so the agent so I can get you to listen to the last Republican principle from the government president. Boots Rain here. <laughs> Boots Rain here. This, section, rain of, here. <laughs> this <laughs> section of the podcast is good for just about anything. Music, <laughs> reader intros, whatever you want. Buddy Bread. Hello, ladies. I've been soap free since 1983 and loving it. <laughs> Dog? Hey everybody, my name's John Charles Wilson, and I don't give a fuck. Vote for me. Come quads up. Climbed out of the podcast butthole. <laughs> and lemon. Free soap! Free soap! <laughs> soap is a political prisoner. Alright, uh, so are we ready for are we ready to uh, look at some uh, alternative alternate politics? Alternate politics? 
So, uh, but in America, there are, uh, you know, there are two parties. There's Republican and Democratic Party. And uh, if you're not part of those two parties, it doesn't really matter. Um, this is uh, this is Basil Marceau. Uh, he's <gasps> oh, yes. for governor of Tennessee. And um, uh, he's really quite special. Are we allowed Basil to do Basil Marceau impressions while we read this? Please tell me that's the case. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> So long as you can actually understand the text. <laughs> well, he probably... doesn't, but okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I am. All right, I'm going to click on this, and this will be, wow. I think... this is, he's like a GeoCity site or something. The... I see some words here that, that, when put together, and some of them aren't even real words, just don't make the slightest yeah. bit of sense. Yeah, that's his art. Yeah. Okay. I Basil Marceau Senior as a fourth week collaborated to first Friedman's Bureau AG Great Mayor 2008, who was asking for your support and vote for the following Republican proposition. Funny, funny. You were standing of Zach Womp. He wants right. it's, He's got a prosition, first of all. Prosition. Yeah, I said prosition. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was just slurring really, so much. You didn't get my yeah. beautiful diction. Okay. Yeah, the, the diction's so kind of killing the text a little bit. I think you need to clean up. Okay, okay, I'll just I'll just read it as me. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. that would actually. so senior as a force recon <laughs> marine is the first Freedmen's Bureau agent slash great man of 2008 who is asking for your support and vote for the following Republican position: <laughs> U.S. Senate of Zach Womp in 2010 make the court in? system Congress. Army, Navy, Air Force to fly the same flag as the Marine Corp, which is the three-color U.S. flag. Make oh, sure that if national insurance gotcha. is put in place. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that if national insurance is put in place, I will make sure the roots of such bill with not include. <laughs> in, yeah, okay. With not include. Any type measuring of the waist like other counties. Quoted on 1309. Waist is like your like your torso. Your yeah. <laughs> Why are you calling me fat? Measuring of the waist. That's gonna make sense though. So, because the Marines are like, no fatties allowed. <laughs> no fat chicks policy. We don't want no fat Marines. Well, you know, I mean, if you're schlepping yeah. a 500 pound pack upside, you know, an upside down mountain or something, you know, <laughs> upside down mountain. Whatever wacky adventure <laughs> Marines get up to, you don't want fatties. Hey, sir, what do you think of America and its geology? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> upside do you down think we have upside down yeah, mountains a lot? Fucking awesome, Basil. What are your What are your other positions? As Tennessee governor in 2010, using the Civil Right Act, there's just one. Of 1966, for the first time in history, to find out two things. One, why democracy invaded the U.S. state on July 16th. Ah, voting! What does this even mean? <laughs> oh, wait, so are, have we really gotten to the point where someone's so incoherent, Stog's like, wait, what are you talking about? Dude, can we just stop here for just a second? And let me sure. ask you this why have yeah. you not voted for this guy already? I have. We can't yet. Well, go I'm out there and vote enough. for him. 
I don't care. But, <laughs> okay, so that's the first thing. Why democracy invaded the U.S. state on July 16th, 1866. What else? To stop constitutional <laughs> right violations in our state at all cost, I will tell you all this. <laughs> you know, I make... Wait, I, 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 I all what? All what? This. Vote for me, and if I win, I will immune you from all state crimes for the rest of your life. Of you life. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Oh. Except, violating, except violating a citizen rights. This would be a special punishment. Making Tennessee the first state in the United States to actually listen to the U.S. and state constitution and all cities' charters. What's that? What's that constitution? What did you say? Constitution? You want me to immune this guy from all Tennessee a spring okay. aid. Because the last Republican form of government, which was 1866, thought they would rather have 50 murders on the street than one constitutional violator. Now, in 2008, all office holders break their oath the next day. Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, Basil, Basil Marceau, what is a good senator or governor? A good senator or governor? I'm glad you asked, person. One follows the oath to the Constitution. I can't even read anymore. How does that work? This thing sucked all the brains out. No, there's a, there's okay. a, the, the oath is like, it's kind of like a line, like a path. There's like signs. And so if you want to get to the Constitution, oh. you just have to follow oh, the I oath see. there. So the follow the yellow brick oath. Oh, right. so it's like map question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I'm not a Constitution scholar like some. Right. Two, has well-being for the citizens' rights and safety. Three, people person. <laughs> you certainly he's got oh, that I one covered you gotta admit you gotta admit he's got yeah. that one wait number four is gonna clinch it for him four <laughs> honest and smart no. yeah, five <laughs> five a good listener oh, God. he's already shown he can listen I, to I'm the constitution fucking voices dancing around in his head oh, <laughs> As much as I love Basil Marceau, uh, I think we need a break from him. This is uh, Kevin Craig uh, for Congress. Um, Kevin Craig is both a libertarian and crazy. Ooh, that's which, a combination wait, you rarely see. see. Yeah, that's usually what. <laughs> but but here's the thing: is that he's he's a libertarian candidate, um, but he's also like a uh, Christian fundamentalist. Wow. Uh, Wants Jesus to be the same thing as the law, so I'm not oh. really sure how that works oh. with the. Uh, you know, Jesus. <laughs> so just stop raising Jesus's taxes, I guess. Da -da -da. Um. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, okay. uh, I would. I was hoping you would take. Would Jesus celebrate Memorial Day? Because this is a very edgy post right here. Oh shit! Oh wow! It's got a picture of Muhammad Ali in it, so that's pretty good. Yeah. So like, I, well, I like to re I like any political articles written that have pictures of Muhammad Ali next to him. So I don't know why more don't. Yeah, you would think. You would think. Yeah. Would Jesus celebrate Memorial Day? Would Jesus celebrate Memorial Day? The Jesus United States has three holidays which honor those who choose, who chose war over peace: Veterans Day, those who fought and lived; Memorial Day, those who fought and died. And Independence Day, those who took up arms to abolish the government. So is that like both lived in 
Just ab- abolish the government. <laughs> it's over. Goodbye. Armed Forces Day is a runner-up. Well, you don't want it contaminating your data pool. Yes. Shouldn't a Christian nation like America have a day to honor those who withstood the temptation to violence and vengeance and chose peace instead of choosing war? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I say yes. <laughs> Jesus I was going to say yes too. Then okay, yeah, me, me for yes. yes right. Yeah. Choose war. What about those who were conscripted, as in the Vietnam conflict? They had no choice, right? Uh, yes. No. He's, uh, no. I'm going with no. He's he's winking and elbowing. They had the power to refuse, even though they may have lost their status or even gone to jail. Jesus underwent worse forms of torture. <laughs> remember when Jesus refused to serve in Vietnam? God. Well, do you remember seeing him there? Uh, no. No, no, he's a pussy. He's a big old pussy. Yeah, I call him a fag. <laughs> Jesus. Even those who are drafted have a choice and can choose to do violence to no man. Luke three fourteen. No matter what the penalties. Cassius Clay converted to Islam. And as Muhammad Ali said, he would not fight in a Christian war. <laughs> what an asshole. Until the United States Supreme Court unanimously overturned the decision, Ali lost his right to work and faced five years in prison and a $10,000 fine. That's $67,286.73 in 2010. That's the one that really gets you, the 73 cents. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was fine right up to those cents. And I'm, Inflation. Yeah, I can dollars. swing that. Hang on here. 73. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? Just digging in the couch cushions. Well, I found the other $67,000. 73 cents. <laughs> he gave up the best years of his athletic career to make a point. Would Jesus honor those who chose to fight or did not choose not to fight? Uh, <laughs> wait. Uh, you, there's wait. too many knots in there. I forgot. If, yeah, if you did not uh, choose not to fight, then you'd have to have chosen to chose- fight. Chose to fight Jesus, or did not choose side, not time. Would Jesus honor those who chose to fight or those who chose to fight? Think about it. Not okay. What I'm gonna, what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the, I'll ask the guard on the left if he could ask the guard on the right if he is a liar. <laughs> We're almost done philosophy 101 here. <laughs> Didn't Jesus say, "Blessed are the peacemakers"? Yeah, but he's referring to guns. Oh, yeah, I was going to make a joke about that. Yeah, people who make 9 millimeters. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus never said, bless and honor the war makers. Damn! Yeah, we clearly never read the conservapedia. It's all in quotes, though, because maybe Jesus said, blessed are the war makers, but that's not bless and honor them, so, you know. Yeah, so why would they get better special privilege over the peacemakers? Yeah. Jesus is a fair guy. It is appropriate to weep with them that weep, Romans 12.15. We should mourn the senseless loss of fathers, husbands, and sons, and, perhaps more so, mothers, wives, and daughters. But every good human being, and especially those who claim to follow the Prince of Peace, should reject war and choose peace. Choose peace. They're good for you. (laughs) Choose peace. Kevin, Kevin Craig has another one here that I really like. Um, he, uh, the idea of, uh, of, of medical marijuana, um, you know, has been, has been debated from a whole lot of sides. 
Um, but I like the the argument of whether or not Jesus would allow medical marijuana. Well, it's, it's a good um, point. It's a good point. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's what we're going to do here. Uh, Bunk Girl, do you want to take this one? Oh, this is awesome. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Craig for Congress. Marijuana and multiple sclerosis. UC studies find promise in medical marijuana, LA Times. Making marijuana illegal is unchristian. This is where his own opinion starts. First, it requires politicians to take the Lord's name in vain. Here's how. What? Okay. Sweet Jesus, I love marijuana. (laughs) you have to say it yeah <laughs> all who are opposed say nay all who are in favor say sweet jesus i love marijuana <laughs> i love marijuana you left us out the sweet jesus part dog politicians raise their right hand toward heaven and take a solemn oath to abide by the constitution so help me god they violate that oath when they criminalize marijuana or act to override state laws favoring medical marijuana. A century ago, when federal politicians were asked to make alcohol illegal, they correctly and properly replied, the Constitution doesn't give us the power to make alcohol illegal. You'll have to amend the Constitution to give us that power. Anti-alcohol advocates did so, and amending the Constitution to give Congress power over alcohol created Al Capone and organized crime. Al Capone was born right there. <laughs> Power of Italian stereotypes. So somewhere in like the the parking lot of a seedy bar, like a naked band just just appeared. And, what am I doing here? It's <laughs> like the first scene in Terminator. Just looks I'm behind so a dumpster, and there's there's a Tommy gun, and a... <laughs> he goes into the biker bar, has to take the leather jacket. <laughs> So that amendment was repealed, and with it, all federal power to outlaw alcohol. The Constitution Al dissolved into a puddle of ooze. <laughs> has oh, never no! been... <laughs> oh, what a world! What a world! What a world! Oh. He was banished to the outer realm. <laughs> it's like when all those misogynists uh, died when women's suffrage went through. Yeah, it was. That was pretty cool. <laughs> the Constitution has never been properly amended to give the federal government power to put people like Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, and other founding fathers in prison for growing certain plants. But nobody cares about oaths these days. Second, that was all one point. Uh, <laughs> the criminalization of hemp violated the biblical prohibition against <clears throat> engrossing commodities to enhance the price, and still does. Yeah, you need to get them to amend the Bible. The whole thing. It's a Bible special edition. Change yeah. <laughs> With the Ford by the Iron Man. Club actually Bible two point one. <laughs> no, no, it's like the New Age Bible. The kids these days, and Jesus said to the other guys, "Hey, what's happening? Don't be like oh, yeah. that." Are cool. oh. they got the we can sit on a chair that's turned backwards. <laughs> <laughs> If newspaper publisher William Randolph Hearst had owned hemp instead of trees, hemp would have been used to make his newspapers and would be America's number one cash crop today. But Hearst was invested in trees. Damn you trees. Wait, uh, whoa. That is really weird. What the hell does that even mean? So William Randolph used his influence to slander marijuana and get politicians to pass laws against it. 
Hearst's trees would have been worth much less with competition from hemp. Okay, if if we go back to the time that that William Randolph Hearst walked out into his front yard and saw a bunch of trees and said, "I wonder if I could make you know some kind of flat surface that things could <laughs> could be written or printed upon," then then he invented paper. But if he had you know <laughs> if he had went if he had went to his backyard, he <laughs> would have gotten some much better ideas. You're by the sewer run. The entire Hearst newspaper empire <laughs> is because he needed something to do with all that paper. Yep. Yes. <laughs> he just made a bunch of paper and was like, shit, now what am I going to do with it? I well, know, he I had a vault that was like... <laughs> he put all the paper in there and they jump into it Scrooge McDuck style. And he came, There's <laughs> got to be something more than this. Well, he got a lot of paper cuts swimming in paper that way. Oh yeah, he only did it once. <laughs> Third, inflicting pain and suffering on patients who could benefit from marijuana is like inflicting pain on Jesus Christ himself. Oh. Well, that's a direct quote from the Bible, isn't that's it? There's... Matthew 25, 31 well, that to 46. Almost, that almost turned into an actual like rational point until it was just like, it's just like hurting Jesus. Are we, are we talking about the Big Lebowski now? <laughs> yes. yes. We are always talking about the Big Lebowski. If I could treat Jesus' glaucoma, I so would. Hmm. A Christian should not vote for any politician who promises to punish people solely for possessing or using or even selling marijuana. Here's the quote that, that, uh, that uh, he was talking about. Mm-hmm. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory and all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats and he will set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on his left. And the king will say to those on his right hand, Come you, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And that's yes. why you should vote for people or not vote for people who are against marijuana if you're a Christian or maybe if you're not a Christian. You just made his own up. Yeah, there's sheep on the left side and then there were goats on the right side, so therefore marijuana. Yes. He didn't really plan on anyone clicking these links, did he? I kind of like that. Kumquat, uh, Kumquat, I believe you had something that you wanted to paste into you wanted oh. us to read. Yeah, so... I've been exploring more of uh, Mr. Mr. Marceau's uh, works, including some that were taken down unceremoniously from AOL Ooh, when they shut down right. their uh, oh no their Aww. hometown service. What the fuck? He's an American and a patriot. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. AOL it looks bro- like AOL, AOL did it. Their open. Open. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> However, thanks to the wonders of archive.org, who apparently mm-hmm. is a freedman. Uh, <laughs> oh, excellent. Do you know where democracy came from? Um, uh, France? Well, I don't I'm know. Shit. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Magna Carta. The Bible? I'm gonna go with when Mama Democracy and Daddy Democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was right. sent down from Jesus Christ. He answers. Um, I bet you didn't know this. Greece a democracy went to Troy with a horse filled with democrats. <laughs> in the musical? <laughs> What? Like, and the devil went down to Georgia, I think. Yeah, Greece, the musical, went to Troy, the university, and then they had a horse. Oh. No, I thought it was Greece, the musical, like, toured to the city of Troy, where hell oh, yes. is. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Is John Travolta involved? He's always involved. God damn it. <laughs> went to Troy with a horse filled with Democrats and party with the Troyans. Uh. <laughs> 
party with the Troians during the day, and at night they climbed out of the butthole and killed everybody. (laughs) 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 So they have have a lot in common with people at the F plus, then, I don't think. (laughs) Hey, I climbed out of a horse's butthole, and for that, you're gonna die, pal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, I really hope that he's a grade school teacher. <laughs> Where did democracy come from? Well, what? a horse's oh, ass. That's a bunch of oh. killed everybody. Oh, just wait. And okay. killed everybody, and at the same time burned it to the ground. What, the bubble? Yeah. The earth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then, then sent Julius Creaser... To Rome, another <laughs> republic. <laughs> to Rome, another republic, and invaded them, forced them in democracy. Mm. Thomas Jefferson signed the Republic Constitution in 1875, and then oh, in 1891 became the father of democracy, which makes him a traitor. I know why, but that another story. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson climbed out of the butthole. <laughs> I didn't even know he was free. Also climbed out of the butthole. <laughs> What in the crap is going on? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Basil Marceau knows. He just won't tell us. (laughs) He'll know us later, apparently. (laughs) He he says he knows why, but that's another story, apparently. But that, my children, is a tale for another day. Alright, right. one more thing from Basil here. Things of importance. Number one. Can a higher court say no to second traffic stops and a county court say yes, overruling the higher court? No, they cannot. But they every day in Tennessee. (laughs) Are you duly convicted? No, I would take 12 stuns to protect a citizen. Would a lawyer? No, they will not. They do not even read Knowles versus Iowa? 10 versus Puckett. (laughs) Is Andrew Ryan reading this? Or two. The state fuel budget is a concern of mine. It may hinder safety on the side of government. I would introduce a bill to make all the state vacant land that are open field and along the highway a farm and this farm will plant corn products and other plant life that can be used for alternative fuel. I'm sorry, oh. alternative, alternative fuel. <laughs> alternative fuel. The fuel is altered in some way. Right. Well, no, it's, 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 it's fuel that gets you high. Oh, I thought it was yeah. alliterative fuel. <laughs> That's fucking, fucking fuel. fuel. <laughs> yeah. Man, you get high off his fuel. Fly free with his fucking, fucking fuel made anywhere. out of foosball ferrets. <laughs> the 13th says criminal are slaves, so we will take non-period hyphen violent criminals who are duly <laughs> convicted and allowed them to work <laughs> our farms to plant, take care of, harvest, put our the product into trucks where they will where they took to the refiner give them some of the product to pay for processes and we will take the rest of money or alternate fuel B2 delivered to cities, counties across the state. What? Oh my god. I can't. I don't know exactly what he's trying to do here, but I'm all for it. Number three. I would like to update the monetary car insurance to match the Federal Insurance Act where they say if you do not know the name and address of the person who will get the check when you pay the money to your agent is gaming and not we can gamble in Tennessee. Right now we are gaming. My plan would lower car insurance by 45%. 
Well, oh, yeah, okay. since you laid it out so perfectly, it makes sense. I checked the math, and he's right. With this plan, <laughs> follow federal act is to ensure you're our car and nobody else because the only name we will know who will get the check is ourselves who pay money to agents. We have no insurable interest in any other person. Ah. Uh. Citizens, no, neither do we, apparently. <laughs> citizens who get food stamp and SS check cannot afford to buy where the food now can afford to pay insurance. We would need to find a way to pay the insurance for them. Uh, uh, wait, are we going to do it with the farm? With the litter of fuel? I don't even... Which part number took four, care of what? Number four <laughs> might be my favorite. Number four. <laughs> wow. Life? My friends of beer stores. <laughs> <laughs> My friends of beer store. Oh, uh, clearly, clearly. My friends of beer stores say they must check 200 DL a day, and that 400 minutes a day per clerk, which is over six hours at seven dollars an hour, that forty-two dollars. With it mandatory, then we must pay them. Yeah. Okay. Wait. What is that even? No so, argument here. So the, the argument is that is that the cost of checking driver's licenses for uh Oh is that what that is? It's not something that he wants to change. It's just it's things of important. So that's no, right. Boots, you don't really want to unravel this. If at any point that, you're like, I think I see it now, you're you're just gonna that his split friend's up beer store his friend's so that, beer store pays forty two dollars a day to check IDs. Oh, it pays the store directly. 400 the store? Minutes, that's four hundred minutes a day per clerks spent checking IDs. That's what he says. 400 many, minutes. How what shitty his, are they at checking these IDs? Okay, here we go. <laughs> well, see, says I, you I, are I, a I, person, I, is that correct? Is a beer store. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, just down the street is the beer store. <laughs> Yeah, now you're not making the same expression in the photo as you're Looks like you're wearing a different shirt too, so I'm sorry, I can't lie. Just cross your eyes and stick out your tongue and we'll see, okay? <laughs> Number five. I believe we must hate the US flag because we fly the wrong one. And oh, when we fly the right one, we and the government fly it wrong. Can we start honoring the US flag again? Well, yeah. No. Oh, I mean, no. Yes. No, no, we cannot. Because because he says he believes that we must hate the flag. So no, yeah. we cannot. This is a, <laughs> we this must is a hate the question. <laughs> I hate the flag. Eat Number shit flag. Six. <laughs> Either as senator and when I run it for two 2010 governor post, I will recall all gun permits and registrations and we will not hold any registrations in the state. The right to bear arms against our government and not burglars must be protected after the Supreme Court ruling. <laughs> what does that no. even mean? Well, look, so when you buy a gun, they hand it to you and they say, no, you're not going to use this on any burglars, are you? No, sir. No, no, no. Just the government. <laughs> so, yeah, I can just see it now. You know, some, some paranoid gun collector got yeah, just waiting in his bed. You know, somebody breaks down the door. You better not be the government. No, I'm a burglar. <laughs> oh, okay. My gun doesn't work now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You didn't run for senator one year, did you? I actually kind of did. Bang! <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, potential senator. <laughs> well, he, was the high, he was the president of the high school debate club. <laughs> That's, part of That's the kind government. of questionable. I think you're allowed to wound him then. <laughs> Number seven. 
I find it hard to take a campaign fund from anyone because if they give me money, they expect something, and then they seal it with a hand shack. I think <laughs> this is I don't know. <laughs> so it's to very, keep everybody right. honest, let's put all funds in one bucket. That sounds delicious. <laughs> then divide KMC, the bucket, bucket of funds. Counties and state, then divide those buckets among whoever, whoever once wants to run and nobody owes anybody. What? I like well, his see, money bucket idea. Yeah, when you chop down buckets, it's kind of like uh, those one worms that they regrow. So <laughs> it's a plenarian. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Number eight, education. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Something he is an authority on. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good one sentence. All right, here we go. <laughs> education, space comma. Let us put phonics back in school. If you cannot read, you cannot do history, math, English. <laughs> it's all one class for him. So this hey, gotta go, man. I'm late for history, math, English. <laughs> just a clever plan to show everyone how important education was. Genius. So where are we at that now? Where we are now. Let's make it mandatory in high school to read the minutes to the U.S. Congress. The Congressional Globe and the real history of the U.S. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Wait, so you're gonna read the minutes of what you did in high school every day to Congress? Yeah. You want to read? Uh, yeah. Did you not understand what you just read? It's interesting as hell. Have you not been following his website? I mean, <laughs> I would pay money all day to hear him read his own minutes. Finally, number nine. Look for my citizen's enemy. Oh. <laughs> he stole oh, what? Who is his citizen? In stores today. <laughs> <laughs> My album drops this Tuesday. All right. Um, this guy is uh, slightly more uh, understandable. Um, the next but, bit. Is oh, like I would hope to God so. If you said he was a guy, was more incomprehensible. I'd be like, well, fuck, I quit. Uh, you know. Anyway, he uh, he ran for um, uh, mayor of Minneapolis in uh, 2008. His name was uh, John Charles Wilson. He is an author, a minister, a politician, and a transit historian. Wow! (laughs) Quite the Uh, full plate there. Yeah, Boots. Do you want to you want to read this homepage here? Hi, I'm John Charles Wilson, author, minister, politician, transit historian. Homepage. I'm pro union, and I select EFCA. Learn more by clicking here. Employee Free Choice Act. Hi. My name is John Charles Wilson. I am an author, minister, politician, and transit historian. You may have heard that somewhere. Living in <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you for visiting my personal website. You're welcome, this John. Is, this is a photo of me at an anti-war protest at Lake Street in Hi- Hiawatha, 27th of October, 2007. Say no to imperialist war, my sign says. <laughs> I am a non-traditional communist. Dog. <laughs> Who's a good dog? Okay. <laughs> I run on the am... good dog party. <laughs> <laughs> I am a non traditional communist. I believe that Laura Ingalls Wilder is God. <laughs> I see. Oh, wow. <laughs> you didn't see that turn coming, did you? Oh, my God. The next point, though. Children should have the same rights as adults, except regarding things where it would, be, would endanger public safety. <laughs> In other words, oh. no toddlers driving cars. Oh, you fascist. They're doing child safety. <laughs> That's fine. Age of consent laws should be repealed. Oh, oh. my God. Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I don't like where this is going. 
Cleanliness and health should be free choices rather than social mandates. I can't tell you how many times I've been arrested for stinky armpits. <laughs> well, I get the feeling you know, just going to a restaurant and you get some damn chicken McSnot or something. It's just like, that's my right. <laughs> All okay. people should have as much personal freedom as possible without endangering public safety. Essentially, I am a libertarian regarding personal freedom and a communist regarding state ownership in the economy. Oh, and I stink uh, like a bitch. Huh. <laughs> a com a communo libertarian. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That that makes perfect sense, sure. Those those <laughs> people space so perfectly. Yes. You think you get some of that libertarian communal health care and find where my skull pieces went? <laughs> Soon after attaining my freedom, I had to go underground because my parents didn't respect my right to make my own choices as an independent adult. Oh, that's why he doesn't want people to have to wash. He lives underground. Yeah. Uh, the mole man. <laughs> oh, your odor. Throughout most of the 1990s, I lived underground, often homeless, moving from city to city to invade harassment by my parents and oh, neighbors who like judged me for my beliefs. He had to go from city to city to... Avoid his parents, where his yeah, parents like tracking wait. him down to be like, "You're an embarrassment." Wait, wait, it becomes clear. That's because they judge me for my beliefs, hatred of cleanliness, and economic <laughs> oh status. Hatred of cleanliness. <laughs> he stinks so bad, you could smell him in the same city. Sure. My parents were unique in that they're the only people that. Yeah. Were so I guess. Well, then I guess it wasn't. Well, now I I take it back because it shouldn't be too hard to track him down. Then you just. Follow the fucking stink lines or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm running on the personal filth platform. <laughs> Apparently. After I found out my mother was dead in 1998, I tried to settle down and lived in Fargo, North Dakota, and Duluth, uh, Minnesota, Good before moving to Tucson, Arizona, to try wow. to start an internet business and falling, failing. Oh, I'm oh. Sorry. Well, the internet business model was based on not bathing, so... Yeah, and it didn't now work. you cannot bathe from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> you were selling anti-soap. DirtOnline.org buy, buy my stinky pamphlets. <laughs> that He's left me homeless again for a few years. I finally resettled in Ames uh, something, Iowa. Iowa, and a few months before my father died in 2005. I then moved to Rochester, Minnesota, and then to Brooklyn Park, and then Minneapolis, where I currently reside, and I am now following my dream of a political and religious career. Uh-huh. 19 years later than I would have uh, if it hadn't been for the harassment. Oh! Are you still oh. angry at your parents? I'm, yeah, still really mad at my parents. We're making me die Take a bath! I was trying to make me clean myself. She sent me another loofah sponge. Okay. <laughs> I, I have self-published an autobiography. Oh, no shit. Really? Conscience I have no idea this communist. guy self-published. Oh, yeah, no, it's called Conscience of a Communist. Oh. And ran for mayor of Minneapolis in 2009, getting 137 votes, or 0.3% of the total. Hey, good for you. And this presented like it's a success here. Yeah, actually, that worked out so well. Zero, so, it's it is. I mean, zero, that's so more I'm votes than I got. Up. I'm not I rounding up. Run, but he got more votes than I did. Did you run? Well, that's immaterial. Did you, did you run? No. no. Well, that's not a valid comparison. Run. F plus for mayor. <laughs> well, we could run on a personal hygiene platform as well. Well, you could just run on a, we'll make fun of you if you vote us in. <laughs> you, read, you read everyone else's speeches in funny voices. 
Oh god! Oh god! Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> lower taxes. <laughs> and the twelve other people I'm just make dick jokes about it for an hour and a half. And I do this thing with fiscal restraints, me, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna complete the dang fence. Vote <laughs> for me. I'm pro education. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, you know, I ran for mayor in 2009. I got 0.3 percent of the votes, but that's not gonna that's not gonna bring me down. Because no. I am considering running for governor of Minnesota in 2010. My and I will well. definitely run for mayor of Minneapolis again in 2013 and governor of Minnesota in 2014. Unless unless I actually win an election. And then oh, I will stick with the okay. office I am elected to. Well, that makes sense. I will, yeah. not, I will not immediately quit mayor and run for governor. <laughs> and run for, for governor. <laughs> In spite of you know uh, public demand, <laughs> well, I gotta say this has really cleared up a great mystery for me. Uh, yeah. I had no idea that Charles Schultz ba- based Pigpen upon an actual person. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, it could have mis- got mystery. the same yeah, round the head. Sort of smells so bad. It's a oh, real man. shame that the fat boys that, broke up. Uh, let's learn about how you became a uh, communist. Um, Portex. Yay. <laughs> All right, how I became a communist? Yes, yes. A politician. I became a communist in September of 1981 after reading an article in the Daily World, as the Communist Party's USA's newspaper was called at the time, ah! about a daycare center which had lost funding due to Reagan's budget cuts. And there was a where a three-year-old boy asked for a cookie that was formerly snack time before the cutback. Mm. Uh huh. What okay. what happened? The teacher told him the president doesn't want you to have a cookie before he cried himself to sleep. <laughs> like what? The teacher cried himself to sleep. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I have a cookie. No, the president doesn't want you to have a cookie. <laughs> oh, no. True story. I a guy who looks like yeah, that is really upset about uh, dessert. <laughs> Losing cookies. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. In May 1982, I saw my first vision of Laura Ingalls Wilder, who told me that she is God. <laughs> um, oh, okay, so oh, my he, said, God. he said that he considered her to be God earlier, and that wasn't like a... No. That yeah. wasn't like him just saying, like, like I really idolize her. It's just literally she is God. Oh, yeah. Because this is news for me, too. Yeah, Little House on the Prairie is Laura yeah, Ingalls. Her. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. You told me she what was she's God. I was right to be a communist, and she would give me a message to preach to the world. I realize this isn't a traditional communist belief, and instead joining the Communist Party USA, I I needed to start my own political party. <laughs> so the First Amendment freedoms of speech and religion earned me earned me the political imprisonment in the mental health system. From 1983 to 1987. <laughs> the tyranny of the bathtub. Oh, this is this is the room for all the secular communists. Right, and this is right. the room for all the communists who believe that Laura Ingalls Wilder is God. It's right, a slightly it's just totally smaller room. Why would they do that to me? Why would they do that? I'm not crazy. They're the ones who are crazy. <laughs> when I got out, I was harassed so much by my parents, roommates, and neighbors that I went underground from 1990 to 2005. With the deaths of my mother in 1997 and my father in 2005, I returned to the Twin Cities in 2006 to fulfill my dreams. I founded the Edgar Tonight National Party on 9 March 2009 and ran for mayor of Minneapolis, Minnesota as its first candidate, getting 137 votes or 
0.3% of the total. Excellent. Yay! Go <laughs> me! You did it. I think we need to learn more of um, more of his religion. Uh, let's go to the minister section. Uh, Stog, will you tell me about Laura Ingalls Wilder, please? <clears throat> minister. Due to visions I began seeing in May 1982, I believe that Laura Ingalls Wilder is God. Due so to funny every time. Yeah, it's never not funny. That's just <laughs> like a fucking Mad Lib or something. Name well, like or Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> Noun. I do like how he has to stipulate though that it's due to the visions. Like most people believe that Laura Ingalls Wilder is God just because it's minister told. <laughs> well, that was Little House on the Prairie. It's a great, great book. <laughs> due to disputes over my First Amendment rights. And that's Do do. Yeah, due to, to speak freely of lawyerism, I was a political prisoner in the mental health system from 1983 to 1987. After getting out, I intended to re resume my ministry, but harassment drove me underground from 1990 to 2005, and poverty kept oh me God. getting the Laura's Church going as a <laughs> organization. Laura's Church. <laughs> I was about to make that joke, and... Um... <laughs> no, nope, it is real. I'm not. Yeah, okay. Rad. Rad. I self-published a 24-page book titled "The Principles of Lorism" in 2001 <laughs> as a step toward that goal. We have to. We have to read that sometime. We have to. Like, it will right. soon be feasible for me to formally organize the Loris Church USA as a nonprofit organization. Really? Why is that? Are you going to have money somehow? I don't think you're very <laughs> employable, guy. Uh, all right. No, I'm sorry. I'm interested. Mr. Wilson, I'm very interested in your church. <laughs> I, really, I want to join your church really badly. But do you have any doctrines? Yeah, I do. The primary oh, doctrines what are they? of lorism are as follows. Laura Ingalls Wilder is God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Communism oh, yeah. is the best form of government. Okay. That's mm, all right. That follows logically with Laura Ingalls Wilder being God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nature consent oh. laws should be repealed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Laura Ingalls Wilder wants you to fuck children. That's yes. not a thing that should be happening. You really read between the lines <laughs> in those little house of the prairie. Yeah, books. subtext. I just never knew. Stop laughing, asshole. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And then Lemon crawled out of the butthole to laugh at Laura Ingalls Wilder Church. <laughs> a new more. nation to be called Edgerton shall be built upon the area within a 240-mile radius of Minneapolis, Minnesota, as a homeland for the Loris religion. <clears throat> wow. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It keeps going. In the same own. way that the Jews have Israel and the Mormons <laughs> have Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that the Jews have Israel the same way that the Mormons have Utah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Utah was just given, like, like just go there. Yeah. <laughs> the Mormon Holocaust, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy, holy to, like, fight off the surrounding states for it. And, like, yeah. <laughs> Has everybody it's gone to his uh, party's webpage? I, I really liked the um, frequently asked dumb a star star questions Ooh, all right oh. all right uh, so uh kumquat you're gonna answer some questions all right i, I will i i would 
love to answer some questions. Yeah, you're going to ask us some questions. Uh, I have a, a question number one. Why the name Edgerd tonight? Why a nation of Edgerton? Well, the party's founder, John Charles Wilson, is a lifelong transit fanatic who, in his early teenage years, the early 1980s, had an extreme fascination with a bus company called North Louis, Louis, Suburban Louis. Lines, which ran on Rice Street in St. Paul, Minnesota. The former name of the company, before 1975, was Rice Edgerton Lines. This fascination predates both John's conversion to communism and his <laughs> visions of Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh, so this was crazy back when it was underground. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's Jesus. you're rude to laugh. Though, and I know you were worried about this. Though it has been incorporated into his political and religious beliefs through oh, the okay. of Edgerton doctrine, <laughs> as promulgated by this party. Huh. I like that. I like that the the political party and the uh, religion are intertwined. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I have another question. Uh, does one okay. have to believe that Laura Ingalls Wilder is God to be an Edgertonite National Party member? No. All right, I'm in. Oh. The ENP is a political party, not a religion. The only requirement is basic 70% agreement with the party's political goals. <laughs> That's a D. How do you know? <laughs> you have to score yourself? Yeah. It would be a D. It's on the honor system. Joining the Laura-ist religion is a completely separate thing. In fact, as of 16 March 2010, half our membership is Episcopalian Christian. And I'd really so like to ask me number uh, so four. So there's two after, people. After that. Uh, number four. Okay, yeah, sure. How many members does the Edgerton Knight National Party have? There are two members! <laughs> I thought so. And I love them both. Once again, I make a joke and it turns out that that's actually what the man wrote. That's yeah, you're the oracle. Yeah, did I actually write this, like, as a goof a couple of years ago and I just forgot? Because I'm starting to wonder here. So I, I need to, we need to go back to uh, Basil here. Um, of course we do. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> right. Basil Marceau uh, is the butt sex questions. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Bunny Bread, um, I have some, some Basil Marceau here. Um, mm. You're going to have, um, let's see, four different things to read with four different uh, fonts and oh colors. Oh, my God. And treatments. You're gonna have to oh, do four Jesus voices. Lord! Yay! Yeah, you're gonna have to decide what each font means. You know, <laughs> He's remarkably well ordered for a schizophrenic. All right. <laughs> I know. Uh, like and support Basil J. Marceau I for your next Tennessee Senate number ten, or Basil J. Marceau I for your next Tennessee Governor twenty ten. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that he's running for both things simultaneously. He is. Busy man. He can do both. He's, I mean, look at him. Look at this kind of multitasking he's doing right here. He's typing and having spasms at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Let me for you. Oh, wait. Is this a slightly different? Yes. Okay. It's slightly different. Okay. Well, <laughs> elect well, me for your senator, number 10. <laughs> or elect me for your governor, 2010. Okay. I'll open the okay. door for Tennessee food retailers to allow their products in more supermarket. Make Thanks. it. Super make it. Super make it. Better super make it. Super make it. Ever... I go to the super make it and go get a. <laughs> Did you ever go to the local grossier and see all the products on their shelves? Why should their shelves be closed to small business? Right to me. 
If you go to other markets like tire stores, drug stores, super stores where they sell a lot of super, jewelry stores, <laughs> clothing stores, etc. Not one of these stores charges a fee to sell a product to them. Why should food market be allowed to? <laughs> what? Uh, what? Right, yeah. <laughs> Did you say that again? Right. That's Why my question should again. food market be allowed to? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think uh, the second time. Be <laughs> makes more sense when you hear it again. I would introduce legislation to do away with this practice. Oh, with all God. the Tennessee being developed and taken over by a large company, just the one, and all the mom and pop stores are just about gone, there's no place for Tennessee small business involved in selling retail food and merchandise to sell theirs goods without putting up theirs life saving or to borrow lots of money. The small business can't complete. Compete. Yeah! <laughs> My legislation would not allow any extorted products in this state. If it continue, they would be fined. Extorted? Oh. What would you be no, fined please. for? I don't understand what you would be fined for. The extortex. <laughs> you, you would be fined for bringing extorted products into the state. Duh. Yeah, well, when you think oh. about it, jewelry stores don't have food stored on there that maybe you could charge extra for whenever there's another store next to them. So, duh! They don't have a diamond made out of meat. Right. God, Levin, you're such an idiot. <laughs> That's a little tiny font. It probably requires a little tiny voice. Well, repair! We need to do something with all the tires that goes to the landfill. We have to see it several states using chop-up tires in their asphalt. In their asphalt. We're saving up to 30%. Must be four Tennessee's legislators took this in the idea. What? Once before Tennessee's legislator look into this idea, but was derailed to a dead end track. Oh, damn it! No. Damn it! <laughs> He's just saying what we're all thinking. Finally, someone has the balls to stand up and say whatever and the fuck that was. And tires. Right. Yes. yes. Clean air. We need to make Tennessee the cleanest state in USA. When elected, <laughs> I would continue the efforts of today's <laughs> policies and look for best strategy through studies and expert advice to make us the cleanest. Oh, man. man. Speak. That, was his att that was his attempt that, to speak. That <laughs> sentence makes me want to see a debate between him and Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Fuck that, he can debate himself. Oh my god, that would be so good. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> he would say the word clean. It would just be, ah! <laughs> So bad. It can be filthy if it chooses to. <laughs> um, let's see here. What, what, how should we finish things up? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just trying to think of uh, a purple voice. A purple voice. Yeah, I'm Why feeling. Tilt your head to the side. Purple means regal, so I guess you have to. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> or <laughs> he's got to. It's regal. <laughs> Saints Row Two, maybe. Oh, that's yeah. There you go. <laughs> what? Who is the main character in Saints Row Two? That the British uh, guy. Duh. Yeah, he's oh, actually okay. Jason Statham. No, a, oh. a woman who was fascinated with a double-barreled rocket launcher. He <laughs> he sounds like a woman who is fascinated with. Okay, Jason Statham. Yeah, that's describing. Yeah, Jason Statham. <laughs> credit cards and credit card interest rate. When elected, I will do everything <laughs> to stop the continuing use of a fly-by-night or con. 
companies that think charging customers 25 to 30 percent interest and the use of 30 dollars late fee and 30 dollars over lim limited in their practices as okay oh, ok <laughs> <laughs> after calling a thousand people asking if they ever received a credit card from a company who says here a four hundred dollar <laughs> What? <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Hello. Here, a four hundred dollar. Please call me. You have to pay two hundred and fifty dollars. Sign up fee. Put we will bill you on your card. And you have to pay at least thirty dollars a month. Alright? It's time no, company pray on the poor and people they will know won't pay. If they're a way to stop this practice in this great state of Tennessee, it will be done. Let me tell you, 175 citizens were affected. That's a load of money. I called 175 people. They said, um, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they were 175 people are affected by horrendous gibberish every day. <laughs> Someone needs to fucking stop that. <laughs> but then what would we read? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Man, Saints Row 3 is sounding awesome. <laughs> I call you with a four hundred dollar. Yeah, Booth. There's one last one here. Okay. One last, one last little bit. Uh, you can take that one. Elect and support Basil Marceau for your next Tennessee governor. Hi. 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 I, I, <laughs> that's, what, what is this? This is a clickable link, and it hi. goes to uh, something that looks broken. Click here to say hi. Hi. I work at. Hi. Colin, click here, but look at the rest of my site first. <laughs> there will be no link back. So I also help. Phone. I also help distribute free site number two zero zero one four zero nine. God bless. Um, image oh, image of a big God X bless. in a box. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? Hi. Like, oh. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What? Fucking baffling. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> God bless. Hi. 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 Can our country be republic when the founders free use in 1776? No. Then when the founder became a traitor to a republic and became a democrat, then a democratic <laughs> republic <laughs> took charge of our timeline, then split in 1825 and 1866 the Congress said we were invaded by the Dumbment Party. <laughs> today, we say a, today we say a pledge to a republic. The democracy must live on, and we say no oath to it. Oh. There's no question mark, but the, the, the paragraph did begin, well, the, the sentence began with can. Can you legally call that a sentence? I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure that's a can is in the noun. Yeah, that's just like a bunch of <laughs> words that can happen our to be country. <laughs> Sell it to China. <laughs> it's just words that just happen to be close together. They don't necessarily form a sentence or anything, or even a thought. Oh. All right, anyone need to be educated? Tell me Wait, more. Right, the dictionary says in a democracy, all members are democrate, democrate. Democrate, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I am a Republican. What does that make me? A traitor. It does not <laughs> matter who win the president spot. If a 
Democrat win, he work off a of democracy principles. And if a Republican win, he work a democracy principles. <laughs> what the shit am I looking at? But a Republican Hi. must follow the principles of a republic. And if we did, a Democrat would never win. What? Oh, the real question. What? I don't know. What the fuck is happening? That made you think. That made you think, but the real question is coming up. Refrigerator magnets or something. Why the U.S. government does not follow the U.S. Constitution by making sure all the states remain a republic form of government at all costs? Oh, that's not a sentence, though. That's not the end of the sentence because there's no period. Oh yeah, it's not. Yeah, right. Who dropped the? Sorry, at, at all costs. Lots of space. Who dropped the ball? The Coast Guard, the Army. Navy. <laughs> That's my favorite website. The Army. Army. The Army. The Marine until now. The people and all this. Thomas Jefferson. Fault. He took us down the wrong road where the real founders were killed and jailed. Oh, they were killed. They were killed. They were killed. Yeah, no, they kind of killed. Better than, than being Kylie'd. Suppose. Come on. Where would we like be if we went down Alexander Hamilton Road, a Republican timeline? <laughs> <laughs> so is this like when Back to the Future 2 when it like splits off in the alternate 1985? Alexander Hamilton Road, it intersects with uh, Thomas Jefferson Road. So you just think kind of, you know, you'll, you'll get there oh, eventually. You take a left, okay. Yeah, the, the Taco Bell, you just take a left right there, you're fine. We we would all say a pedge to a republic, and not half of us who are Democrat says a, ple- a pedge to a republic, but belong to a democracy. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> what the fuck is totally. This? What the fuck? The last. <laughs> all right. The last. The last, last, of- last paragraph here is so good. It's so good. Okay. It, it ties this whole thing together. It yeah. may not have made sense. This is where it all makes sense. This is where it all makes sense. Yeah, this is this is like the wrap up scene in the usual suspects. Right, Kobayashi. <laughs> the last of Tlaws, the Sedition Act, passed on July fourteenth, declared that any treasonable activity, including the publication of these sections of the page are good <laughs> for just about anything. Text, graphics, whatever you want. Yay! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh. I can't wrap my brain around what just happened here. <laughs> Non-Euclidean Go political asshole. statements. <laughs> awesome. And there we go. Three stunning candidates, all worth your vote. Hey, Kumquats up. What do you think you learned this day? Well... I'm not really sure, quite honestly. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, if I could pick one thing, though, it's that think about everything that's ever happened to you. Actually, right now, do that. Think about okay, everything okay. that's ever happened to you. Ah! Oh! oh, okay. That was fun. Exactly. All yeah. those little instances, well, so far, you know, they haven't, uh, you know, they haven't really driven you totally crazy yet. But not totally. apparently, there's a very tiny percentage chance that at any point in your life, there can be something that happens to you that just drives you completely insane. <laughs> and Such as yeah. riding the bus, or taking a shower, or reading a Laura Ingalls Wilder book. 
or getting pulled over by a police officer or it's true i mean where where do you think i mean spitball with me here where do you think that comes from do you think there's some specific i mean how how is how is me riding the bus and getting on the bus and then getting off the bus and just having that be a thing different than you know john charles wilson getting on the bus and going like this is great everything is perfect now well, I don't know. Were there kids on the bus when you were on the bus? Sometimes. Did you then go to form a political party based on um, wanting to erase the age of consent for the kids on that bus? For some reason, I didn't. I, didn't. I don't know. I, <laughs> well, I, I just don't have the drive, I think is the problem. <laughs> uh, thanks, of course, to our readers and, uh, and uh, Boots Reindeer for uh, recording this. Um, uh, John will be back next week, hopefully. The website is always thefpl.us. Uh, find us on the Facebook and find us at F Plus Live, which is an exciting thing, uh, October 1st. Uh, for those of you that are either going to be in Minneapolis or visiting Minneapolis on October 1st. You'll um, be able to find us by the smell. <laughs> We're going to be doing a live show. It'll be awesome. And uh, we'll see you the next time. And now a word from our sponsor. One day, one of my brothers started calling me Truck, and that was to become my nickname. A couple of years later, I found out they gave me that name because I have a big and long head. Sometimes they'd call me Balloonhead, Waterhead, and even Pumpkinhead. They'd say, boy, you should be very smart and have lots of sense because you have a very big head. And I'd tell my father, and he would whip all of them who were laughing. The proceeding was an excerpt from Mr. T, the man with the gold, an autobiography by Mr. T. Here there's another terrible stories read with enthusiasm. Come to F Plus Live October 1st in Minnesota. Minneapolis. Visit the FBL.us for details.